This book is the fruit of what seemed at first a dispiriting afternoon in June 2006. I'd spent several weeks that summer in Helena at the Montana Historical Society investigating the Cypress Hills Massacre, an obscure yet notorious 1873 event in which a mixed group of American and Canadian wolf hunters butchered nearly two dozen Assiniboine Indians in southern Alberta. That slaughter, I believed, could help explain why the U.S.-Canada border became more rigid ever after. Sometime around the middle of my stay in Montana, however, I grew bored with this story, never a good sign in the early going of a new project, and so one day I decided to step away from my research and see what other collections the MHS might hold. After all, I had long heard the Society's archives described in rapturous terms by colleagues who insisted that it was among the best repositories west of the Mississippi. In choosing where to look first, I thought immediately of James Welch's masterpiece, Fool's Crow, a historical novel about a small band of Blackfeet Indians in Montana experiencing the invasion of their country by white newcomers during the late 1860s. I just taught the book in a course on the North American West at the University of Nebraska, and my students had admired it greatly, just as I had when first reading it nearly a decade before. I still consider it the best tool for capturing the perspective of Native peoples themselves during the so-called Indian Wars of the Reconstruction Era. One of the incidents upon which the novel hinges is the killing of a character named Malcolm Clark a white fur trader married to a Pegan Blackfeet woman. His sensational murder at his ranch, as his family looked on, sets in motion a series of tragic events culminating in the Marias, or Baker, massacre of 23 January 1870. Though largely forgotten now, much like the brutal episode in the Cypress Hills, the slaughter was enormously controversial at the time. Because of the high number of Indian deaths, and the fact that many of the victims were suffering from smallpox, thus utterly defenseless against the bitter cold as well as the bullets of the 2nd U.S. Cavalry. Given these circumstances, the Marias Massacre easily belongs in any conversation about the worst atrocities committed by American military forces against Native peoples, from Sand Creek in 1864 to Wounded Knee in 1890. With memories of Fool's Crow still resonant, I resolved to find out whether Malcolm Clark had actually existed or whether Welch had invented him as a literary device to move the story along. A brief search of the library's online catalog turned up a microfilm reel and, with help from an MHS staff member, I soon located a vertical file as well, both containing tantalizingly biographical information about Clark. Malcolm Clark was indeed a real person and his murder was precisely the watershed event Welch described. But Clark was even more important than Fool's Crow led me to believe. As I quickly ascertained, Clark was one of the earliest and most consequential white pioneers in Montana, having arrived on the Upper Missouri around 1840 just as the fur trade in Montana entered its heyday. His killing was so significant that I found an abundance of historical accounts that touched on the event including newspaper articles that recalled the murder many decades later and described its lasting repercussions. Clark's descendants had also been quite prominent, and their stories and secrets were housed at the MHS too. 
By the close of that summer day, I had abandoned my work on the Cypress Hills Massacre and have been preoccupied, maybe even a little obsessed, with the Clarks ever since.